Yo guys, welcome to Nutrition Wednesday on the Vitality Unleashed podcast. We are your hosts, Dylan and Lauren, and today we're going to be discussing protein. Yes, you always hear, I don't know if my mic's working here. Do you hear me in here? I do not. That is not good. Okay, well, whatever. Um, today we're going to be talking about protein, the ins and out. Why do you need it? How much do you need? What does it actually do for you? And if you should change it within different phases that you're in. Yeah, absolutely, guys. You know, it's not one size fits all protein for everyone, for sure. It uh, can be very dependent on your size, what your goals are at the time, and just how your body responds as well is a huge thing. Yes. If your headphones don't hear it, it's not your mic. I hear you. Okay, whatever. So, um, getting into it, protein is the foundation for building muscle. Protein is a very, very, very essential, you know, macro that you do need. Not saying the other two are not important as well. They are all very important, but protein is probably the most important for muscle building specifically. Yes, if you have physique goals, protein is your most important macronutrient for sure. Protein is comprised of chains of amino acids. So you'll you'll see a lot of people, especially if they're on plant-based diets, supplementing with something like EAAs or even some people just want to use EAAs because uh, when you are getting in more amino acids, it can help with your muscle recovery, building muscle, help that entire process. Yeah, for sure. So caloric wise, protein is very, it's the same as carbs, although protein can actually burn more calories when you are digesting it because it does have a higher thermogenic effect, but protein and carbs both do have four calories per gram, whereas fat has nine calories per gram. Absolutely. And all of your bodily tissue is made up from the amino acids from proteins. That's why protein is your key to building that muscle. But protein is constantly turning over in your body. So that's why it's so important to make sure you are consistently getting in more protein because it's not something that's just going to sit there after you eat it. Yeah. So protein timing is something that people talk a lot about. You know, oh, you need this specific amount in this meal. You need to eat this amount after your workout, this amount before your workout, you need to have that anabolic window. So we just want to get more into that side of things, protein timing. So Dylan, what are your thoughts on protein timing? How important is it? Uh, It does not matter very much. I would say it matters more for your digestion purposes rather than actually like growing the muscle. There's more and more studies that continue to come out. That's actually been a trending thing this last month. Some new study came out where people were like, oh yeah, you don't have to consume only 25 grams of protein per meal or whatever people were saying, even though we already fucking knew that because we could not consume 25 grams of protein per meal. We would never hit our protein goals (laughs) that way. Uh, So really, no, I don't think it matters that much. Protein in general, it's going to uh, raise your insulin and that's going to help suppress uh, protein degradation as well when it comes to it and that timing doesn't matter it's just about getting in your protein and as long as you're getting in your protein it's going to suppress muscle loss and help you gain muscle yeah the generic rule of thumb that has been going around for years and years and years is oh don't eat more than 30 grams of protein per sitting your body can't properly Mm -hmm. digest it and that has been proven to not be true of course there's always an upper limit but that is not something that you should be worried about the upper limit is over 100 grams per meal so 
you probably shouldn't be consuming more than 100 grams of protein in one sitting. But if you're not getting nearly that high, it really is just not something to stress about. And as for the anabolic window that people talk about, oh, you need to get it in within 30 minutes, within an hour of your workout. That is also not something that you need yeah. to worry about. Of course, like it's it's good to have food after your workout but there's no special number of time it's just more so for replenishing your body exactly it's all about recovery helping your body recover helping you not you know again protein degradation is the biggest thing you're always trying to prevent that's why you're getting in more protein because you want to be adding more protein in your body helping your body recover properly now with the meal timing window there is uh an optimal Time, I guess if you want to make it a little bit better, but it's such a big window that you're definitely eating at this point. Five to six hours is the window where you're most uh, anabolic post-workout. But in general, uh, your protein muscle synthesis is spiked for 24 hours post-workout. So unless you work out and then fast for 24 hours immediately after, like you're going to be fine. Yeah, I remember I used to literally like bring protein shakes with me to the gym because I was so worried about the anabolic window. I would chug it literally the second I finished my workout every single time for like years because I was so obsessed with meal timing and protein timing and optimizing everything. And in reality, it's just causing you more stress than what it's worth. Exactly. That's the biggest thing, the stress part of it. It's like, yeah, it's great. If you want to have a protein shake right after your workout, like it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, it's It's not going to hurt you. It's just not something to stress about and to, you know, really shift around your schedule to make sure you get this protein within this specific time frame. It's not something to worry about. Yeah, or, you know, the local GNC is closed and you don't have a protein shake on hand, so you have to speed, you know, 20 over the speed limit to try to get to the store in time to get in your protein within your 30-minute window. You're going to be okay. You're going to live. The big number you do want to make sure you are getting in, you want to get in at least 70 grams of protein. That's the general rule of thumb to make sure you at least don't have too much protein degradation. You can at least maintain the muscle you do have on your frame 70 grams is the general rule of thumb for that yeah and of course again too much of anything is a bad thing but a good rule of thumb say you're eating four meals a day we personally eat four meals a day i find it's a really really good number to have proper digestion time between meals but it would be optimal to be able to spread your protein out as evenly as possible if i'm eating say 160 grams of protein so i try to have about 40 grams per meal because i don't want to have 10 grams in one meal and then 100 plus grams in another meal, it is going to be best for your digestion to properly spread it out as evenly as possible. But this also, it's not something to stress about too much. You just want to be as close as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And expanding more on that digestion, like this is something that is pretty common with people, especially if you're someone who's traditionally under eaten and now you're in a reverse diet. But like, let's say you were eating fucking 20 grams of protein a day prior to starting your reverse diet, even though you're tracking your food now and technically you want to get in around one gram of protein per pound of body weight. If you haven't been getting in near that much at all, you do need to taper that up more than likely, or you're going to have digestive issues as well as if you're a body bodybuilder in the off season and you're really pushing food up high everyone's upper limit is different for what they can handle but i'll just give an example um one of my guys in their, his off season right now hunter he his protein i mean he's at like 320 grams or something at one point 
And then that's when you start having some digestive issues, being really full, lack of appetite. And you want to push protein as much as you can because it does have a better thermogenic effect. It's going to help you put on more muscle. It's going to help you stay leaner. So you do want to eat as much as you can when you're bulking or cutting. It doesn't matter. But when he started having those issues, I was like, okay, yep, we're going to drop protein, dropped it to like 250. So it was a big drop. He dropped 10 pounds in one week just from dropping protein down and his digestion improved, got leaner, less inflamed. So that is something you do want to monitor because if you are having stomach issues, it may not even be a food that's necessarily inflaming you, like something like dairy or something. It could just be that you're getting in way too much protein. Yeah, it's really important to be in tune with your body, especially in this sense, because some people think, oh, I'm just so bloating. I'm struggling. I'm so bloated. I'm struggling with all these digestive issues. I'm so lethargic all the time. And they just automatically say, oh, I'm just it's off season. My calories are too high, blah, 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 whatever it may be. But it could just be that your body is not properly digesting all of that protein. You're too fucking full because protein, it has its benefits. It does help keep you full it does help you know it has that higher thermogenic effect that's why you do want it higher in a calorie deficit but as you get into that calorie surplus and you know your appetite starts to decrease you don't need something to keep you as satiated and you might not want something to keep you as satiated that might be time to pull the trigger and start tapering it back down obviously you do still want to try to aim for a gram per pound of body weight on the lower end but it really just does depend. And when you are in a calorie deficit, that's when you can kind of use it as a tool to help with that satiation, to help keep you full, to help reduce that hunger. And again, it does have that higher thermogenic effect. So that's why you'll see a lot of people in a calorie deficit, they'll start to push that protein up higher, up to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are, you know, pushing food up, it's all about your comfort and your you know, having an appetite and there's no point in pushing protein up over that like 1.5 gram mark because of course everything's a bell curve. It's only helps you so much continuously increasing protein. It's not going to increase your muscle gain forever, your rate of gain. So it's all about just what you can handle. The only bet, like the main benefit post like over that 1.5 grams per pound of body weight is the thermogenic effect keeping you leaner. Yeah, exactly. Your body just does not digest protein like it digests carbs. Carbs are a lot easier to digest. That's why you'll see carbs get up to 500, 600 for some people, but you'll never, ever, ever see protein get that high because it is not the same thing. It will cause a lot more stress on, you know, your GI tract, a lot more digestive issues than carbs ever would. Of course, there's different types of carbs as well, but that is... The rule of thumb. That's why you don't see protein getting as high as carbs do. Yes. So it's in summary when it comes to the rules of protein here, just because I want to make sure that it's very clear. When you are in a calorie deficit, you can increase protein to increase fat loss as a better thermogenic effect. And it will also help keep you satiated. When in a surplus, you can increase protein to an extent but eventually it will impact your digestion and your increasing food. So you don't need to be as satiated. You probably want to have more of an appetite. So getting over that 1.5 gram mark is only useful for keeping you leaner. Otherwise, there's not much of a reason to go over it uh, if you want to be safe. Yeah, 100%. Protein will typically be higher actually in a calorie deficit than it will be mm-hmm. in a calorie surplus. Yeah, and you could, I've seen a lot of people will have their protein at like 
0.7 grams per pound of body weight if they're eating enough food where they're like, my carbs are at 600. I don't need to be eating a bunch of protein. I'm going to be recovering fine, getting plenty of fuel. So it won't make as big of a difference when you're in a surplus. It's even, it's way more important to get in your protein when you're in a deficit for sure. Yeah, for sure. Completely agree there. So what are some of your favorite sources of protein? I would say my favorite source of protein, first of all, number one is meat, getting meat and eggs, I would say are my two, the main animal sources of protein. And that's just because they're going to have so many more nutrients in them. And something that has a lot of nutrients that I don't eat is like red meat. Red meat does have a lot of nutrients. The only reason I don't eat it is because the quality is so horrible in the United States. Like I would love to try and find some really, really high quality red meat, but I just do, I have a really bad reaction to foods, high in saturated fats, things like that. So I really need to get a lean cut for it as well. And that's going to take away some of the nutrients. So like, I don't know if it's necessarily worth it for me, but meat and eggs are the most important. Yeah. If your body like does well with red meat, if you're properly digesting it, not having any issues there, then it's, it's good to go. You don't want to overdo it because yes, it is high, very high in saturated fat typically. So you don't want to overdo the red meat, but it's also not going to kill you here and there. It does provide you with a lot of great nutrients that will provide you with a lot of benefits, but us personally, we do stick to leaner meats just for digestive purposes and still just trying to get those nutrients in as much as possible. Eggs, like you said, are a great source of not only protein, but omegas as well. So um, protein powders, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ones to touch on here. Us personally, we do stay away from whey, again, just for digestive purposes. But if you don't have any issues with dairy, way shouldn't cause you many problems yeah if you are someone who if you're getting acne regularly if you're bloated regularly if you have any issues like that and you're drinking uh whey protein right now milk-based protein it may be worth cutting out to see if that helps you out because it actually is commonly very inflammatory yeah again there are always higher quality versions of everything but the whey proteins that you can typically just buy at Walmart for 15 bucks for 30 servings, it's probably not going to be the highest quality. It's mm-hmm. very, very, very processed. So that's typically what people do run into a lot of issues with. I know when I cut whey protein out, it was a night and day difference. My acne went away. My bloating went down so much. Like it was just not for me. So I, if I am using a protein powder, which I try not to use much, I do stick with a plant-based protein powder, which can be a little, a little not it's not as complete because yeah, it's not coming. The amino acid profile, there's not as many nutrients in there. So. Yeah, because it's not coming from milk like the whey protein is. So there's not as many nutrients. So when you are looking for a plant-based protein powder, it's good to look for one with a mix of different types of plant proteins. Specifically, look for rice and look for pea protein. Both yeah, of these are going to... Yeah, a blend of those two, if they have those two in it, it will provide you with a lot of the similar nutrients that that whey protein will provide you with as well. Yeah, that's the goal there when it comes to, and of course, just it's better to drink the plant protein or eat the plant protein than have whey or red meat if those things are inflammatory to you in the end, and you can always supplement as needed. Yeah, exactly. Again, it is just so person dependent. There is not one size fits all what's bad, what's good for everybody. Everybody's body is used to different things and just can digest things better or worse than some people can so to summarize that part 
milk-based protein powder away will provide you with more nutrients, but it is also typically more inflammatory if you do have issues with any type of dairy or ultra-processed food. So if you are going more so the plant-based protein powder, look for a rice or pea protein. A blend of both will do you the best. But meat and eggs are supreme when it comes to your protein sources for sure. And Lauren, one more thing I wanted to touch on here. Do you track your trace protein or do you only track protein from your protein sources? Of course, I track my trace protein. We were actually just listening to a lecture this morning and um, they were saying that some people don't and that just, that makes yeah, no sense. They only track like the protein that they're consuming from, from like, like meat. their shakes and their meats and their eggs, but they're not tracking any protein that they're getting from something like beans or rice or anything else in their diet. And then that can really make your protein vary so much. Like if you're getting in uh, 200 grams of you know, protein from meat, eggs, protein shakes, things like that, you could be getting in another 75 grams of protein. Exactly. And again, too much protein can be a bad thing. It can put a lot Mm -hmm. more stress on your kidneys. And if you are someone who is using performance enhancing drugs or is thinking about using that, you don't want your protein to get that, 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 that high because there's already some unnecessary stress on those kidneys. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. 100% there. Anything else we want to touch on on protein? No, I think that's it. I think that's a good overview of protein. Um, What are we doing tomorrow? I forget. I don't know what Thursday is. I forget. It's it's week one. Sorry, guys. We don't remember the order of how everything's going to (laughs) go. All right. Yes, but I'm loving doing these daily episodes. We are uploading them. So if you guys ever have any requests for what you want to hear about, just shoot us a message. Live, 1030 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Peace.